Yo, what's up? Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. A place where the word of God takes you where there's a void in your life, where the foundation is about to be laid, where the seed from God's word is going to be sown into your heart, into your mind, where repentance starts. It's the underground. And who am I? <laughs> I ain't nobody. Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent. Why? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The underground. Hey, quick, real quick. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. Just want to come in here and freestyle 1 Timothy uh, 4 real quick. You know, just read over and just see what God's talking about. <clears throat> 1 Timothy chapter 4. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly the Holy Spirit that's living in you. Look what he's going to tell you clearly, believer. Listen to what he's saying. In the last time, some would turn away from the true faith. Some are going to turn away from Jesus Christ. People are going to walk away from Jesus Christ. People are not going to start uh, want to follow Jesus Christ. They're going to start saying he was fake. He's made up. That's not real. That was made up by the white man. That's what people are going to start to say. All right. That's religion. That's false. That ain't real. They're going to start saying these things. They're going to start posting videos on your YouTube, on your Instagram. They're going to say, share this. People are going to start doing that right now. Turning away from the faith. And they're trying to turn you away from the faith. Because as humans, we never can't go with it alone. We never want to take that narrow walk by ourselves, right? They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from the demons. They following it right now. These deceptive spirits and teachings, they all on YouTube. They all on Instagram. They all on Facebook. They all coming from your TV. They all on your podcasts. They all on your uh, radio. They all in the atmosphere right now. These deceptive spirits. And these teachings that you're following right now. You're following these teachings of these coaches. You're following these teachings of these false prophets. You're following these teachings of these uh, millionaires or billionaires, and they want you to invest money. You're following these teachings of these stockbrokers and all these people, and they come straight from demons. They come in straight from demons. And that's what you're deciding to follow. Why? Because you love the world and you love deceptive spirits. And you love that they get you away from Jesus. That's why you follow it. Two, these people are hypocrites and liars and their conscience are dead. How do you know they're hypocrites? Do their life show that they are following Christ? liars and they don't have no conscience is dead 
why everybody talking about they woke and they conscious. The word of God says your conscious is dead. You're following deceptive spirits right now. And you're uh, learning your, you're getting teachings and you're learning your information from demons. That's what the word of God says about your wokeness. He says some of these uh, teachings, they will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat certain foods. Yep. You can take a, a, a lot, a, a look at a lot of those, uh, you know, male channels. They talk down on marriages. And then you can take a look at a lot of those women coaches channel or male coaching, whatever it is. I don't, it's, uh, they're all deceptive. But if you go to the comment section, you see people talking down on marriage. So that's that's here right now. Everybody is attacking the sanctity of marriage just because they marriage probably didn't work or they got cheated on or they got hurt. So now they want to attack him and say it's wrong to be married. Ain't nothing wrong with the sanctity of marriage. You just didn't marry the right person. That's all. It just didn't work out. But don't attack the sanctity of what God created. God didn't mess up marriage as humans do. And then he says, going to be some teachings that's come out, said that they're going to say it's, it's, it's wrong to eat certain foods. Man, I'm going to be eating. Why? Because it says, but God created those foods to be eaten with thanks by faithful people who know the truth. I know Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I know he's the son of God. Please hand me that chicken. Yeah, and with the ketchup, please. Thank you. People going to be out here, you know, I guess feeling very righteous because they don't eat certain foods. But God says he's created those foods to be eaten. So hand me the food, please. I'm eating. I don't have time to be starving myself, trying to be deep because I'm not eating certain food. That makes you righteous. That makes you deep. But you denying Christ. But because you're not eating some shrimp or because you're not eating some uh, oxtails, you deep. Come on now. Verse four, since everything God created is good, since everything God created is good, thank you, God, we should not reject any of it, but receive it with thanks. I'm not going to reject it, God. Yeah, it's cool. If you feel like that food is nasty, that's cool. But start to put your own philosophy to it and put God behind it and saying, God said we shouldn't be eating this and we should stay away from this. Man, you better hand me that bacon. That's what you better do. Hand me that bacon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And hand me that pork sandwich right quick. Yeah, I like that. With some barbecue sauce. Come on now. I'm receiving it with thanks. Verse five. For we know it is made acceptable by the word of God in prayer. Let me pray over this real quick. Thank you, God, for this food. In Jesus' name, amen. Just like that. Okay. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. 
So all you people who got problems with Thanksgiving food, or I don't know what you got problems with, stay at home. Don't nobody need you around us condemning us or making us feel guilty because we finna eat all this meat. Because we finna eat some of this pork in this ham with some candy yams and mashed potatoes and greens and rolls. And you over there trying to preach to us that we should, man, man, gone, gone, gone. You don't even know who Christ is. You haven't even repented of your sins, but you telling me what I shouldn't be eating. Man, you better go. Sister, you better go on somewhere. Yeah, you better go on because I might do something with this plastic fork. Gone. Because you know we ain't going to use no uh, real plates. We lazy. <laughs> We're going to have another plastic forks and plastic cups and paper plates. So uh, all my, uh, you know, uh, cats and dogs, get ready. Y'all finna have a whole bunch of food outside that I can tear the trash open with. Anyways, let's keep on going. Verse six, if you explain these things to the brothers and sisters, okay. Timothy, he's talking to Timothy, but shoot, put your name right there. If you're explaining these things, okay, what, what it says, Timothy, you will be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus. Okay, then, so let me explain. I'm explaining these things to my people. I'm explaining these things to God's people. I'm explaining these things to my friends, to my family. Why? Because I want to be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus. And if you want to be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus, if somebody come to you talking all that nonsense, let them know. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. Let's read this. Because you sounding like a false prophet right now. You sounding like a false teacher right now. Mm -hmm. your, your relationship coach sounding like a false teacher. Talking about we shouldn't get married, saying it's wrong to be married. Mm, okay. And I'm not sitting here uh, telling everybody you should get married. No. Some people, you you may not want to get married, and that's cool. But this little, this little deception spirit we have on the sanctity of marriage that's going around especially amongst these coaches dating coaches and all these people in these comments says is talking down of why we still get married see that's why i don't get married see i don't want to oh well, man that's why i don't marry see man you know hey man should not get married these days man you sounded like what god is talking about so relax repent of that and stop playing with god One who is nourished by the message of faith and the good teaching you have followed. Verse seven, do not waste time arguing over godless ideas in old wives' tales. Don't waste your time arguing over the, you know, philosophies and people trying to debunk the Bible and people trying to say this was a white Jesus. People trying to say the white man wrote this Bible or this Bible came from this and this Bible was used for this. God said, don't waste your time on that. Don't waste your time on it. You hear somebody talking like that? Move around. Say, all right, man. Cool. I'll talk to you later, bro. I'll talk to you later, sister. Don't waste your time on it. Don't waste your time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, this is what we should be doing. Instead of wasting our time arguing, trying to have religious debates with people, I'm not here to have no religious debate with you. I'm not even religious. I'm not doing that with you. 
going back and forth over denominations and all that. I'm not doing that with you. We ain't got time for that. But what we do got time for, instead, train yourself to be godly. While we arguing, you should be training yourself to be godly. Arguing with me about what you talk about these old godless ideas, that ain't being godly. Instead, train yourself to be godly. That goes some goals right there for you. That goes some New Year, New Year's uh goals for y'all. Before it even comes, we still got almost a month left, but there goes some New Year's goals for y'all. Train yourself to be godly. Train yourself to be godly. You training yourself to take pictures and post them so everybody can like them. Ooh, ah, only a mattress, John. But anyways, uh, you training, you know what I'm saying? You training for the uh, Olympics, you training to do sports, you training to be the best basketball player, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Because I hear your spirits right now. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Go ahead. Do what you want to do. But I'm saying, why are you doing all that? Can you train yourself to be godly? Hey, physical training is good. See, I told you it's good. Physical training is good. That's good. We don't idolize physical training, though, as believers. We don't use our physical training to uh, get our flesh praise glory we don't uh use our physical training to make people idolize us lust at us come on let's keep going but training for godliness is much better physical training is good making sure your body is good you know making sure you're taking care of your body he said that's good but training for godliness he said, oh, that's much better. What profits a man if he gains all the muscles? What profits a woman if she gains all the curves, but she don't gain no godliness? He don't gain no godliness and he lose his soul. What profits a man? Okay. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. But training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and the life to come. Okay, we got benefits in this life and in the life to come. That's why it's good to train for godliness. You get benefits. And I know y'all like benefits, especially the older generation. Y'all always tell us to get jobs that have good benefits, right? You need to take that job. They got good benefits, man. Okay, well, you need to train uh, your life for godliness. Because why? Because they got good benefits. And, and, and in a life to come. I know y'all love this world so much, but uh, we got another life that's coming. I look, I don't know. But I just want to train myself for it because I want to be on uh I want to be like a, uh, a general or something in a new life. I want to be like the head and not the tail. So I'm training right now for the new life to come. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be in manager position or something. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm training now. That's why I'm going to school now. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, be in, 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 in the 
you know, VP position. Ain't nobody trying to be, uh-uh, that's my father. I did enough for that down here. And I ain't trying to be clocking in either. Okay, check this out, y'all. It says, this is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. What is that? Verse 10, this is why we work hard and continue to struggle. For our hope is in the living God, who is the savior of our people, and particularly all of our believers. This is why we work hard and continue to struggle. Continue to struggle. We're going to continue to struggle. We're going to continue to work hard, though. You see what I'm saying? And we're going to continue to keep rolling. You feel me? That is what we need to do. Let's keep on going. Let's go to verse 11. It says, teach these things. Y'all hear that? Teach these things and assist that everyone learn them. And that's what we're doing. We're teaching this and we're trying to make sure everyone learning. You need to be teaching these things when you're at your school, teaching these things when you're in your home, teaching these things when you, you know, it's a job. When you when people want to come up and talk to you, hey, we're going to teach these things. Let me teach you these things real quick if you want to talk to me. You the one come on and talk to me. You know what I'm saying? You the one came up to talk to me. So let me teach you some things. Are you teaching in your neighborhood? Are you teaching in your communities? Got to ask yourself that, right? Teaching these things that everyone to learn. We ought to learn these things. We got to be learning them. And it shows that we're learning it when we're uh, walking in it. We're not just listening. But when our lives begin to change, when we begin to repent of certain things, repent of certain lifestyle, it shows that we are learning. Verse 12, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Young people. Hey, don't let people think less of you because you're young. Don't, don't make them think oh, you're not serious about your walk or you can't tell them about what First uh, Timothy 4 was saying. No. You let them know this is what we need to be doing, mama. This is what we need to be doing, daddy, granddaddy, auntie. Don't tell me I'm just young. I ain't young enough to know the truth now. Amen. I'm not you. Organize your business all in one place for just Sorry about that, y'all. Somebody calling again. So I'll be uh so sorry about that. But yeah, I'm not young enough for that. So we got to be making sure we let people know that. Sorry about that, child. Again, don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. Be an example to all believers in what you say. We got to be an example out here in these streets. We got to be an example at our schools. We got to be an example at our jobs. We got to be an example in our communities. We got to be example to our wives. We got to be example to our kids. We got to be example to our friends. You know what I'm saying? You sitting here talking that God talk, but are you a living example? Can people follow you while you follow Christ? Huh? I ask you that, believer. Can people follow you as you follow Christ? Come on now. I'm encouraging you. Be example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live. 
your life got to be example. The way you love people got to be example. The way you love that brother who don't look like you. The way you love that brother who don't wear the same color as you. The way you love that sister who don't look like you. The way you love that sister who may be prettier than you. That's how you live as an example. You following me? You living as an example. And I'm and I'm I'm you guys to do that. Okay, and then it says verse 13. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. Until Christ gets here, that's what we should be doing. We should be focused on reading the scriptures. How are you doing with that? What do you focus on these days? Believer. You got to get focused on reading the scriptures. Encouraging others and teaching them. That should be our focus. That should be our goal. Not these worldly things. Not these worldly things, y'all. We should be focused on encouraging the believers and teaching them. Verse 14, do not neglect the spiritual gift you receive through the prophecy spoken over you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. You know what the uh, what, what you your gifts are. You know what your gifts are. You turned your back. Are you one of those people who in the last days you turned away from the faith? You neglecting your gift. You turning away from the faith. You going after some conscious movement. You done got so deep. You went to Africa. You wearing dashikis now in a head wrap. And so now you done uh, neglected your gift. You can't do that. I'm telling you right now. Come on. Come on back to God and repent of that. Come on back to God and repent. You made it. You got mad at some things. I'm sorry. But do not neglect your gift. Come on. Sister Williams and Brother uh, Williams, they laid their hands on you. Deacon Mosley laid his hands on you. Sister Jenkins laid her hands on you when you was a young girl and prophesied, and you remember that. When you was a young man, you remember that when they laid their hands on you. It's time for you to start stirring up that gift. 15, give your complete attention to these matters. Complete attention. This should be first and foremost, top priority. Tell the little boyfriend of yours, I, I can't, not right now. Tell the little girlfriend of yours, not right now. I, I got to get my completed attention to this right now. Unless you're trying to help me with this, I, I can't, We uh -uh, not right now, not right now, because you're going to get my focus off. So not right now. I got to get my complete attention to these matters. Throw yourself into your test so that, so that everyone will see your progress. If you were saved in 2005, they, we should see some progress in your walk. You should not still be struggling with the same thing. If you were saved in 1995, why we don't see no progress in your walk? What's going on? I know you haven't gave your complete attention to it. And you haven't thrown yourself to the task of God, to the will of God. That's why we don't see your progress. 
We don't see no progress, but you want some progress in your relationship though. Right? Come on now, we gotta be serious about ourselves, y'all. Hold on right quick, y'all. Let me put this uh, code in, cause it's talking about it's gonna go big. I always gotta do stuff while I'm, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Somebody's finna go dead. I can't let it go dead now. So anyways, yeah, what I was. Throw yourself at the task of these things. Verse 16, keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. You should be keeping a close watch on how you live in. Not what the world is doing. Not what a close watch on what your favorite celebrity doing. Not a close watch on where your boyfriend at. Not a close watch on where she at. Why she ain't answering the phone. Not a close uh, watch on what the stock market doing or what your investment's doing. You need to keep a close watch on how you live in your life according to God. Not keeping a close watch on how many followers you got. How many people liked at your picture. That's what we watching these days. That's what we keeping a close watch on. Come on, believe it. We got to do better than that. And on what you teaching, what is coming out of your mouth? That's what you should be keeping a close watch on. What is coming out of your mouth? What are you teaching? Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. Keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation to those who hear you. You get that? Keep a close watch on that, man, and stay true Stay true to what you heard. Stay true to this teaching of Jesus Christ. Stay true to your calling. Stay true to the word of God. All right? And no matter what you got to face, no matter who you got to drop, no matter who you got to let go, say bye to. We going to continue to roll. That's what we going to do as believers. My young people. Yeah, people may not like you. People may not want to hang around you. People may call you lame or say you ain't fun. But, hey, we got to keep staying true to what God called us to do. And we go continue to roll. Foot messes the pedal block to block corner to corner looking at the devil making my brothers think they got nine lives they were so gangster till Luther forgot them caught up in a drive-by little kids with his fathers and uncles pass on then they grew up to get they blast on everybody saying that the black community is out of control even in the suburbs brains get blown they blame rap for the murder rate but people go to the movies they see murder for seven dollars then they imitate what they done seen on Terminator 1 through 3 Schwarzenegger's the governor we get L-I-F-E innocent victims
Malcolm get a free ride to the grave. People that work hard get raw for every penny they save. It's like it ain't gonna never change. This where we live in is cold. Yeah, my hypnotic and then I continue to go. God's people, we gonna continue to roll, baby. You heard me? No matter who don't like us. Yeah, we gonna continue to roll, baby. You heard me? Ride through the hood no more without police pulling us over looking for ounces of dope. Just cause I'm black and got diamonds on my gold teeth. Ain't enough evidence to say I sold a quarter key. But if it's still that's the way it is. And the main reason homes are broken and baby mama shed tears. And have to raise their kids one deep in and out of relationships looking for a man. So people call them freaks. But what I see is just a soul trying to survive. The main reason why these boys hustle with 20s and dials. Good mama, I feel your pain trying to get ahead. Don't let that be the reason for 24 hour open legs. I know life is hard nose. We'll be if I get our 40 acres and I'm you, only God knows, ain't no love. Seem like it ain't gon' never change. This world we live in is cold. Hit my gin and juice and then I continue to grow. Persecute us all you want. You know what I'm saying? Talk down on us all you want. Hate us all you want. We gonna keep the road, in the sets no more. I see bloods killing bloods and cuz killing cuz. I remember when it was. Not familiar when we threw the sign. But brothers don't keep a gangster when brothers be doing time. I ain't lying. That's why everybody be on their own. Talking to they partner baby mama on their mobile phone. Hood ain't hood. It don't matter where you live and somebody from your hood. I try to make you take their place in prison. Ask my body gripping why they be sitting and telling. Watching your pocket getting jealous cause they mill ain't swelling. Before you know what you were feeling. Waiting on a release. Thinking revenge cause a friend got you took off the street. And then they wonder why I rose so when I'm in the hood, don't consider zero as your homie no more. Let go, go, low. Seem like it ain't gonna never change. This world we live in is cold. Get my Mississippi mud and continue to grow. <laughs> you already know what it is, man. It's the underground. You hear the word of God, but from feet underground. Who am I? I was just a voice of one calling and I was saying, repeat. For the kingdom of God is at hand. God, people, continue to roll, baby. I love y'all. I'm out.